Hello and welcome back to episode 28 of the Kilobyte Podcast. Yes, I know it's been a year, just a year, it's just not very long since the last episode, but we're moving on from that. I can carry on about why, but uh, you know what, I have no one to blame but myself. So uh, hopefully we'll get back on this and more episodes will be coming soon. Quick year interview, some things that happened that were really cool uh, technology-wise. I finally bought myself a new MacBook Pro. Yay! My first one since 2011, and boy has the technology changed. I replaced my 13-inch with a new 13-inch, and the size is about one-third the thickness of the original one. It's really amazing how small they've made this device. I've adapted to the USB-C Thunderbolt three lifestyle it's fine i'm in dongle town but it's okay i got a nice toiletry bag that i've converted to carry all my different cables and plugs and all that sort of stuff and it's fine i don't mind the new keyboard i know that people have complained about its reliability and how weird it feels and uh it's fine i actually prefer it to the old one the old one now when i go back to it seems really mushy and the keys are really small and i've really adjusted to using this one i've also gotten used to the touch bar i kind of like it actually at work i'm finally using a macbook i got a 15 inch macbook pro at work now so i've learned a lot about the mac this year and i kind of miss the fact that uh, usually i run my work macbook pro in clamshell mode so i can't see the touch bar and use it and i sometimes wish that it was there and that i could use it because it sometimes shows some really useful things even something as simple as a dialog box comes up and there are two options for buttons on the dialog and they're right there on the touch bar and you just tap it you don't have to go up to the screen you can just boom there you go right there one thing i will say though is that having this new macbook pro with the keyboard makes me really want an ipad that has a keyboard because there's a lot of times i prefer ios over mac os for some things i know that there's file access is weird and you can't just import files besides that i actually kind of like using ios i think it's fun i think it's simple but not having a keyboard is kind of a deal breaker sometimes with me so if i have my magic keyboard that i bring around with me then that's fine and I can use the iPad, but I really wish it had an attached keyboard that was really nice to use like the MacBook Pro. It would really go a long way. So hopefully this year, 2019, we will see a new iPad form factor or iOS with a new form factor. I don't know. Let's, uh, how about an iBook? That'd be great. Like a MacBook, but running iOS. That's that's what I want. So that was the big Apple purchase. I also did pick up an iPhone XS, which replaced my iPhone 6S. The Face ID has been great because my fingerprints were really wonky for some reason. So Touch ID never worked for me. And so being able to use Face ID is so much better than just typing my passcode in every time. The camera is pretty good. I like portrait mode. Besides that, it's it's great. I really am happy with it. It's fast and no home button hasn't really been a problem although i do find that sometimes i'm doing this swipe up gesture a lot if i'm kind of deep into an application like say i'm in photos i'm doing a lot of swiping up swiping up swiping up it's just i've no i notice it i don't know if i'm actually swiping up a lot but i i consciously think wow this is a lot of swipe up i'm doing a lot of this action whereas i guess before my finger would just be in one place and i would go home 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 yeah that's been really good drones uh sadly my love of the hobby i i still like drones a lot i really enjoy flying and every time i do fly i am very happy but i've definitely haven't been flying as much as i had in 2017 Um, part of it is 
that I've just been really busy. So we have baseball all spring and into the summer. So there's not really a good time to fly. And you have to kind of go find a spot to fly. And I'd love to fly my um, racing drone. But you have to find just the right spot. And I need to have somebody ideally spotting me. So that if somebody walks into a park that I'm flying in. They can tell me, oh hey, somebody just walked into the park. So that's been kind of frustrating. Because whenever I put those goggles on and fly... It feels amazing, and I love it, and I remember how much I love to fly. We went on vacation to Canada this summer up to Cape Breton Island, and I brought all the drones with me, the Phantom, the Alien, the Spark, and I did get to do some cliff diving, so that means I put the goggles on, I fly the racing drone up to the top of a really tall, rocky cliff, and then I tilt it and fly down the face of the cliff, and that was amazing. I really had a great time. Uh, I'll put a link to the video that I made in the show notes, but it was really cool. But I definitely didn't get to fly the racing drone nearly as much as I wanted to. It just uh, it just stresses me out trying to find a spot. And with regards to the other drones, the cinema drones or photography drones, I did fly the Spark and Phantom a lot more than I had in the past. But again, I'm not happy with either of them. The Phantom is amazing. It records great video quality. And it has a great range, and it's pretty stable, and I'm very confident flying it. But it's huge. Like, the backpack that I I got a new backpack to put it in, it's still huge. Like, lugging that damn thing around is no good. And Spark, which is small, and is easy to carry around, and I can put it in a sling backpack that I have. It's so fiddly. I always lose connections. We were just flying just yesterday, and... The phone disconnected from the controller, and I couldn't see where I was flying, which was fine. I, I was within range, but it, the range isn't very good. The video is not quite as good. It's just so hot and cold. Sometimes it works fine. I plug it right in. It flies. It's great. Sometimes it won't, it'll have interference, and it won't connect, and it's really frustrating, which is scary when you're trying to fly something, and you want to know that it's going to work every time. And I'm just not getting that from the Spark. It's a great little device, and it's small, and it's portable, and everything. And when it's working, it's awesome. But when it's not working, it's really frustrating. So I think I'm going to try to find a compromise between the two and possibly purchase a DJI Mavic Air next year. So it gets you a little more range, a little more stability, and a couple more features but it's small. I think it actually folds down smaller than the Spark, but it records 4K like the Phantom and will have a lot of video quality like the Phantom has. So I'm going to wait until the spring because there's no rush to fly now in the winter. But once once the spring comes up, I might pick one of those up and either sell the other guys or at least just park them on a shelf somewhere. So that is the drone update. Now there's lots more things I can update, but uh, let's save those for another episode because another episode's going to come very soon. We're not going to wait another year. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for coming back. And I'm glad you continue to have me in your podcast player of choice and I'm still subscribed to. Until next time, have a great day.